All power to the people. It's the Bruh Listen Podcast. Black podcast focusing on social political issues and how they affect our community. With your hosts, Bria Ward, Cedric Orange, Matt Smiley, and Anthony Rogers. Bruh Listen. What's up, bro? Hey, you like that, boy? Take out here wilding already. Oh that was that Jason. No, that was Michael Myers. That was I don't know if you heard it on the intro, but uh, he decided that uh, this week he was going to mess up the intro with some Michael Myers. So that's I ain't messing up. I improved it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's great. So we back again. Episode number four. Bro, listen, podcast. Um, we going to start off the thing today with a quote. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. That's Dr. King, a quote from him, one of his many quotes and great quotes. Um, this week we celebrated, well not celebrated actually, we observed the anniversary of uh, his assassination. Um, and what we're going to start off the day talking about is Dr. King's legacy. What legacy did he leave for <clears throat> us? What did he instill in people and what exactly... Um, are we gaining from it? So I'm going to start off with Tank, since uh, he was doing the Michael Myers today. Yeah. Tank, what do you feel like the legacy of Dr. King is? The legacy of, uh, of Martin Luther King is uh, pretty much toward the end of his life, all of that shit, the revelation that he was having about white people being evil uh, disappeared. Uh, I mean, no, not disappeared, it appeared, because the whole time he was for equality and us integrating with them but in the end he was like you know we done integrated into a burning house so all that the white people will remember is the good old boy mm. good old my Louis. all he did was sit at the counter and those racist the, uh, the racist white people that was probably their uncles and shit and 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 uh aunties fuck with them just for sitting at the counter that's all they remember but they don't remember when he turned revolutionary towards the end and he came closer toward Malcolm X side of the game we're pretty much like fuck these crackers we need to get our own and Marcus garbage shit all about self-sufficiency being efficient by ourselves because of course but they not gonna remember that yeah. because you know like like you said they like docile they like dormant uh real yeah. um to you in, in your opinion what what do you think Dr. King legacy is that he left what, what kind of legacy he left um just a profound black leader in the black community. But at the same time, I feel that everything he talked about, about nonviolence and everything like that, like Tank said, towards the end, he started to realize that none of that was going to change how white people felt about black people. There is not going to be any real integration. And even if we do integrate, they're not never going to feel that way about us as their comrades, as their brothers, as their just people. They're never going to feel that way. Yeah, that's true. Matt, Uncle Matt, go and drop the wisdom on us, man. What you think Dr. King's legacy was, bro? So the power of Dr. King's life is that the conversations that we want to have every year all the time with our uh, majority culture, white America, by him being made into a federal holiday, by him, by us making this speech, something that we teach our kids about every February. That one even speech. That one speech. <laughs> that one speech brings the conversation back to the forefront. Hey, have we reached the mountaintop? You know, so many of our concerns never get voiced in the public square, get attention from the mainstream media. But guess what? In February, we can count on CNN doing Martin Luther King. Where are we now? We can count on all kinds of specials to at least get our topics heard. And I think that's the power of his life that a lot of people don't give credit to. Maybe he didn't get us to a point of equality, but he has kept the conversation flowing for 50 years after his death to say, hey, listen, America, you still ain't made good on your promise. Die for this shit, my nigga. I mean, we got that talk shit about my little cane wouldn't die by the shit. Now I don't die for it. Put the whole family at risk. From the beginning. Be scared about the, what about the kids and all that? And he was a young man. Family at risk. This wasn't a man who was 50 years old, right. established in a career, young. and deciding, hey, I'm going to take on this new path. This was a young man that dedicated his life to, you know what, my people ain't living good. I want better for my people. And whatever the cost, I'm willing to bear that. You what gotta respect what, what that. What else is doing today? Nothing. And see, I think that's for me. That's I think that's what the legacy is. I think he showed something, man. He showed sacrifice. 
because he gave the ultimate sacrifice. He died for it. And then at the same time, he also showed that, like what Matt was saying, you got to stand up. You got to do something, man. And he decided, like you said, at a young age, hey, man, I got to make this happen for my people. I got to I gotta strive, you know, for the best of the best. But I will say this too, man, like part of it too for me with Dr. King or whatever, my views on Dr. King are, are that I think he's a great black leader, one of the greatest black leaders of all time. I think he's a great man. But I also think that, um, in my opinion, it taught me something about like what's gonna be the outcome. You gotta you gotta look at it like this. So Malcolm X, um, another great black leader, he was like by any means necessary, right? Mm-hmm. And he ended up on the slab, damn right, dead. And then Dr. King, who now in hindsight, because hindsight is twenty twenty, in hindsight he we you know we had the anniversary of his death, and every TV Love show that thy day, neighbor. yeah, every TV show that day. They was talking about Dr. King and talking about how much they love Dr. King and white, stuff white, like white that. People, white people but love. during the time of Dr. King, they didn't love Dr. King. They but the same, Dr. but King. the same thing happened to Muhammad Ali. Yeah, when true. he said, "I'm not going to fight the Viet Cong. The Viet Cong ain't did nothing to me." White America hated him. <laughs> yeah, they then, did. Then at his, the end of his life, where he couldn't speak, where he him. couldn't rebel, oh, he was the greatest. He was the greatest. Oh, what a wonderful he man. Like he, looked, you know why? he looked like a humble docile. That's dude. it. He wasn't the that, same. He wasn't the threat now. He was still the same inside, but all they could see was a docile nigga or whatever. That's what they want, man. Man, it's mad crazy to me because, like, it, like with the Ali thing or whatever, right? It's crazy how much people act like when Ali passed away recently, it's crazy how much people act like they love Muhammad Ali. Y'all ain't love Muhammad Ali. Y'all hated Muhammad Ali. But I feel like that same way about Dr. King. It was a video of a dude, a white dude, um, on the steps of a state senate or something like that. And he was talking about, they were talking about changing laws towards the police or whatever. And he called Dr. King Martin Luther Coon. Right? I don't know if you've seen that video. He was like, who did No, it was a white dude. White dude? He called Dr. King Martin Luther Coon. He was like, we can't be having Martin Luther Coon. I mean, Martin Luther King out here like that. Can't do it. Well, wow. I, what, what? I like wow. the boldness. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> slapped the shit out of him. But he got, <laughs> he got caught. He basically called himself. He was like, oh, I mean Martin Luther King or whatever, right? So that, and this this was just like a, a baby boomer, older white dude, right? And that show you how they felt for real, for real. Yeah. But I bet when he amongst like a group of mixed culture or mixed people, mixed company, he would say, oh, yeah, man, Dr. King. Because you know what they said? When uh, Black Lives Matter people wanted to protest in uh, Baltimore and burn stuff down, that's not how Dr. King would have wanted it done. But see, the crazy thing is people talk about Dr. King because he advocated for nonviolence as if he was a punk. This man went out with knowing that if this white sheriff from this backwoods town pull out the billy club and beat me to death on this sidewalk, that's the end of it. He went to jail behind his calls. Mm So the fact that he didn't exercise force doesn't mean he was a punk about it. Right. He just decided right, to right, use a right. different kind of power. Why, why didn't he look at it like that? Yeah, boy, yeah. you can't be no punk if you sit at the lunch dudes going out and marching right. and protesting now with right. the risk of, you mean I can catch a charge behind this? That's what, and that's what I think is so sad because he did all of these things for us and he died ultimately. And who is doing that now? You get what I mean? Like, there's nobody speaking out. There's nobody saying anything or standing up for us like he did. So it's like his legacy is living on in us, but ain't nobody like really trying to carry it and out. It's, it's good that you said that, Brielle, because that's actually my next question to y'all is like, who is our Dr. King now? Like, do we even have a Dr. King? Barack Obama. Niggas love that. I think Barack Obama should be the Dr. King. You out your motherfucking mind. Why? You smoking dope. What's smoking dope? This podcast would go upside down, goddammit, if y'all talk, compare it. Why not Obama? Barack Obama. To Martin Luther King. You crazy. You know, why we can't, we, you know why we can't compare him? First of all, he was so incredible. He would put, if, if, if white he complacent with the status quo. Mm. Uh, it was not. Now, see, now you, now you, now you got to talk right now. Because when Eric Holder said we're going to stop prosecuting people for minor felonies related to drugs, non-violent oh, offenders, oh, that's that. a real change. Yo, that. that made a real impact. Stop and frisk. Yeah, he said no. Nah. Come on, See, that's man. My thing. I feel See, like Obama don't get enough credit. I feel like it too. I want to give Obama credit where credit is due, but we can't act like he was a black civil rights activist. Right? Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we. Let me, let me but, tell you. Um, ah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, CJ. I mean, I'm with Tank on this one. How can you say that he's a black civil rights activist? I mean, I understand that he, you know, he made speeches about people being killed and things like that, and I know people, people he were, never say the word black. I know that. <laughs> um 
everybody wanted him to make like a hoopla and start the revolution and everything like that, but he couldn't do that. But I at the same time, some people know what somebody what actually wanted him to, but now. but I still I'm have the Barry. but I still have the question of how was he a civil rights activist? I got, like, I got, I got. See, man, <clears throat> Bria, you made a good point or whatever, and I forget what I was saying. Go ahead on that, and this will come back to me. All right. Well, let me let me ask you this: for all the boycotts and sit-ins Martin Luther King organized, how do they compare? To Barack Obama mobilizing the black vote, what? we 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 got up as a people and said, you know what, we are gonna make something happen. What? We gonna be yes, we That's gonna true. move, we well, gonna we move the needle. Guess what? Guess what? Let, like me tell you, let me tell you how different Barack is from everybody else. What happened as soon as Barack left the ballot? Niggas sat home and said, my vote don't matter. You got a point there. Okay. Hillary ain't shit. Fuck that hoe. And but, that's fine, too. And that has more to do with the DNC. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah, the DNC. Fuck that bitch. But, but, bro, you get, we know that when it comes to elections, you get two choices. Yeah. You can play yourself if you want to and try to say you can write in Bernie Sanders or Oprah Gary Johnson or whatever. You get two choices, my nigga. Your choices was Trump and Hillary. That was your only, or you could choose not and, to vote, or whatever. And, and but then the only said, two, I, I chose not, not to vote, no choice, because fuck both of them uh, pale faces. But what that get us? Right. Right. Got us and let me, and let me yes, it got us strong. Yes, it got us strong. Ain't fucking with me or whatever. And he's might it might get worse. Shit got to get worse before it get better. But we can't go with the status quo but of just keep. How's it going to get better? How's it going to get better? See, here go my... She got to get worse from you. Here go how I look at it. Ain't nobody voting? But wait, here go how I look at it. Wait a minute. Don't believe that, bro nation. Make sure you register in your local district. (laughs) Your vote counts. If you you didn't watch the Roy Moore election, where black women came out and flipped the ballot and flipped the seat in the heart of Alabama. I want niggas to vote, but niggas don't vote. No, 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 no. No, niggas do vote. They voted for Barack Obama. I know, but they ain't gonna vote if he had Hillary Clinton. So he did have an impact. So he no, but see, there's a thing. You got progress. You got the status quo, and you got hustling backwards. Trump is hustling backwards. Your choice was status quo or possible progress with Hillary, and niggas say I'm gonna sit home and not do nothing, and now we sliding backwards. And if you don't think that's true. Yo, Secretary of Education, can anyone name her? There you go. Y'all, y'all got too much faith in the Can you name it? Y'all, got too, much, y'all yes. got too much faith in the guy Hillary Clinton. But it ain't about Hillary Clinton. It's not, it's not See, about her. Yeah. That's what I was about it's, to get to. The devil I know is right. better than the devil Thank I know. You. That's my point. It's just like my analogy. You heard this analogy from me before. We slaves, right? You got a choice. Your master is a good master to you. You still a slave. Neither one. But wait, you still a slave. I know where you're going. Hold up. Let me get my point because Brad Nation don't know. They don't know. They know. Hold on. They don't know. They don't know. Hell no. You don't know. Don't too long Tell them about the master. Good master, bad master. Listen. Who you going to pick? Oh, yeah. That's right. You got a good master you can go to. You got a bad master you can go to. Who you going to go to? If you choose not to choose one of those people, you're a fucking idiot. Because you're going to go to the bad master and then you fuck. Both of them going to fuck you in the ass. But it's easy. Who you going to go to? No, because that's, that's, okay. that's what make one good. That's what make one good. What they have to So both of them good man, you're going to go to the one that's going to use lube or whatever instead of the one that's just going to fuck you around. You did right. right. That's right. But you, you only got two choices. You only got two choices. I only got two choices. So to sit back and not make... You never get fucked in the ass. To sit back and not make a choice about your own life is lazy and irresponsible. Why would you not choose to make a choice about your life? About my life. Trump ain't fucking up my life. I tried it. I asked the nigga today, what has Trump done to fuck up my life? All right. Now, we we had this discussion before about us being, about fucking up your personal life and fucking up niggas as a whole. Yeah, I think Trump is gonna fuck niggas up as a whole, but not more, not any more than Hillary would. Or what? It's just let me tell you. you, But last one. Go ahead. In my life, Trump ain't did shit to me. Trump done done plenty shit to you. Ben Carson. Okay, it's the secret. He is the secretary of HUD. You know what? You know right now. You know what HUD is in charge of? What? They're in charge of making sure that people aren't discriminated against in housing. And you know when that's going to count? You know what? But let me tell you something. You know when it's going to happen? It's going to happen when you go to apply for a new mortgage to buy your new house, and somebody sit behind the counter go, Nah, this nigga's getting a little too dark for my taste. We're gonna have to just say no. What? You talking about HUD? I'm talking about mortgage. HUD. HUD oversees that. That's. You, that's what they see, do. See, the problem is yeah, people people, people see Washington D.C. and say, to. "I don't live." Not if a motherfucker. Not if they got they got to. They got to. That's why we have it. That's why we have. I'm not making a hypothetical. Is there a chance that you might buy a house? 
Well, yeah, I bought a house and I ain't have no shit there. Nothing because, because, because you have protection. <laughs> but now, if I buy one now, no. ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. Let me tell you, what if, it, you if it's nobody at the motherfucking department to hear your complaint when you say I went to Bank of America, applied for a mortgage, and I feel I was discriminated, and guess what? You get a voicemail every week. And you still don't get that house, then it'll be real to you. People think that this is between Washington and their individual life is a lot further than it really is. That shit would happen with, uh, if that shit happened now, that shit would happen with Hillary. Bro, Trump ain't did shit for that. Big ain't did shit to affect that. Let me tell you, that shit would be the same either way. Wait, wait a second. You can't have it both ways. You can't be mad about Steve Bannon being a fucking Nazi in the White House. Who mad about that? All the crack are the same. Hold up. Man, you can't be mad about Steve Bannon being a Nazi in the White House and the people that he appoints because, yeah, the shit trickles down. Yeah, he's the president. The president as a whole might not do shit, but Bessie DeVos don't care about education uh, and your child goes to school. What has she done to affect niggas? Bruh, and don't give me no hypothetical Bruh. situation. Bruh. when you got a woman... What has she done? You not let me ask a fucking question. You finna give a hypothetical Ain't no hypothetical. No, you ain't, but bitch. Bruh, no, I'm not. <laughs> when you got a woman... Who literally says, I don't believe in the Department of Education, and I think it shouldn't fucking exist, and I'm going to move it to this and that. Has and she then done it? wait. And then when the fucking budget come down, which just passed, by she the passed. way, when the budget come down and they was like, hey, we're gonna cut fucking education by hundred and twenty million dollars. Have they cut it before? Yeah, not by that much. And then it was like, we're gonna cut not by that Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It always get cut. Regardless if she there or not, it get cut. But you know what? If it was a, if it was somebody in the office who gave a fuck about your kids, they wouldn't cut it by that much. Yeah, if it was somebody around them. If it was somebody, if it was somebody who could do the job. You have a different outcome. You can't, tell, you can't tell me that if your choice is I got a supervisor who know how to put in my time so I get paid and one who don't know how to fill out the paperwork and I don't, I don't get paid, right. that they the same damn thing. If you if you got a choice between getting paid your right amount or your check being short, no, no, that's you're going to get the right amount. That's not what it is. Yeah, it's, it is. You got a point of being talked nice to and your check not, around, not, not the right amount or you get a, a check... And you get treated like shit, and you'll check it the same I amount. Disagree with the it. check and the same even, fucking amount. Even that's the same amount. The check is the same amount. The check is the same amount. Go ahead, So you mean to tell oh, me you, you you will take the short check and the spit in your face? No, and you take, a, I'm, a, you I'm, saying, I'm a, sorry, Mr. Tank. It didn't come in on Wednesday. It's not. Real. Go ahead, real. In ten minutes, because I want to hear real. Now, what you about? What you? You ain't look. What you want to hear? I had a question. I had a question. Because you're too angry, angry, bro. You, no, you, I'm you not stepped angry. over everybody. You don't forgot your point two times already. We down 15 minutes into the goddamn podcast. Read, read some comments. Read, read some comments. Ain't nobody comment. Because they can't handle this shit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, tell me uh, 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 why Hillary Clinton. Oh, no. Tell me what Trump has done to affect your life. And when I say life, I don't mean. That social media, the crazy shit, fucking Stormy Daniels. I mean, you personally, how has you, what's different now than when Obama was president? Do you realize that Trump is fully supportive of police officers? As in going Blue around killing. Whatever what? it takes. You realize that he verbally is fully supportive of everything that cops are doing, which includes your life because you are a black man, which mm-hmm. means that if a cop run up on you and shoot you and kill you, then he don't he care. He got the president's yes. backing. The president said, do what you got to do. Just for, uh, <clears throat> uh, bro, listen, listen, they act like this is an anomaly now that this is happening. The whole eight years that Obama was in president is being police shooting after police shooting after police shooting. But at least it wasn't endorsed by Obama. Okay, it wasn't endorsed by Obama. Obama said it got to stop. Obama, right. Obama ain't Whoop de whoop. That shit off. still happened. You want to get fucked raw instead of instead of with Lou. The shit don't matter. The shit still happened. The mountain you still get the same shit. It's just how you listen, talk to Listen, Martin Luther King's mountaintop is a dream. Mm. But guess what? Yeah. It's a difference in being at the bottom of the mountain where you a slave, the middle of the mountain where you free and being hunted down by the KKK, getting closer to the top where you're a free citizen, can work, own businesses, attend the choice of your church, Buy a house in the neighborhood you want to, be the president of this country, and the very, very top where white people see us as equals. I don't think the very, very top is a realistic outcome. Nah, but I do but... think the closer we get to it, 
There is right. a realistic difference. Because guess what? Ain't nobody called me a nigga out loud in public since I was nine oh, years old. Well, I was sitting outside Mandarin Middle on the bus and uh, bus stop, and they rolled by the pickup truck. Yeah, out the window. It wasn't much for me. I got it. I got I got no truck in Mandarin. This they want. I'm just saying, but never again. I'm just saying, and we gonna move on. But I'm just saying though, here's my thing with the, with my whole slave analogy. Okay, when you look at slave masters or whatever, you know, people say that um, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson was good slave masters because they didn't beat their slaves. Now they did rape them, but they didn't beat their slaves. But here's my thing: if you a slave, my nigga, and you have the choice to either get whipped every fucking day for the littlest shit or never get whipped at all, wait, hold your tongue, and you choose, and you choose to get whipped. Because you don't give a fuck, you're a fucking idiot. Because your strategy of escape is going to be a lot harder if you traumatize every day than it is when you got time to think and you fly. You physically beat down you every day. If you ain't, getting ain't no beat. running away tonight. But if you getting beat, my nigga, you can't plot. I can't plot with Trump. Because Trump, like, nigga, we guns, you can suns out, plot guns out. You can plot on Hillary because at least she fake enough to say, I'm here for you. you I'm here for you. So she'll give me a little bit of shit at first. She might not give me all the way, but she'll give me a little bit of shit at first. Trump Trump. ain't trying to give you a motherfucking thing, my nigga. Trump ain't trying to do nothing for you. Okay. If I'm going to go with the slave analogy, if I'm a slave and I had a choice, Get whooped every day or not get whooped every day and still be a slave. Either I'm gonna die or either way, whoever the slave master is, the shit gotta stop. All right, with progress. And even if okay, I'm whipped, and even if I'm even if even if, and this is how I feel about the uh, presidency. If you're not getting whipped every day, then that means you with a good slave master, and that means that. You're going to get complacent and stagnant with the position you're in. And little by little, inch by inch, maybe 300, 400 years from now, all right, you might be equal. Fuck that. I want every nigga to get whipped. I want every nigga to face... So, uh, when it's time, so when it's time for the Underground Railroad to come pick me up, no. I ain't got my strength because I don't got beat <laughs> yeah. all day. I want, I want every nigga. To I want my kids to get beat mm-hmm. every day because guess right. what? Yeah. That way yeah. they'll never yes. forget that they're slave. Every nigga, Let me tell I you want every nigga to it's get the whipping, incarcerated. The whipping is the last step to remind you you a slave. That's but, the last yeah, step. Yeah, you you yeah. knew when you woke up in the shack you in the back and piled up on top of your uncle, auntie, and all these strangers. That you was a slave. You it don't take a beating them to tell me I'm I a know slave. that already. If the good house slave nigga ain't feeling what the field niggas is feeling, then it's gonna be complacent throughout history and I it's gonna last point. longer. Just... The good house niggas gonna keep wanting to get Hillary. Tell me what, what you see. They're gonna want to keep tell Hillary. Me what you see when you see his point. What do you see? What he... <laughs> You see it, where is it? One more thing. Cause I the good house nigga. <laughs> I don't like taking I don't like taking over the podcast, but you gotta be emotional. The good house nigga see the nigga outside getting whipped, but he like, hey man, you get whipped. Just a little progress at the time, though. We but gonna you know get what? it. But All then, right? No, I want, I'm not the good. I want to get whipped too. Fuck that if it's going to be for the betterment of everybody. You want a little hard on Harold. You ain't have to do him like that. <laughs> they gonna slap Harold, in your mouth. Harold ain't got no voice. But no, Tank's, Tank's point is that either way, you still getting messed up either way. If he feels like either... You're going to be somebody like with the Martin Luther King thing um, and Malcolm X. Malcolm X was somebody who supported violence. Martin Luther King was support, someone who supported nonviolence. He feels like if you're somebody that's reserved and you're okay with the status quo, then you're not going to want to fight either way. But are you, you feel what I'm saying? Because you're complacent. Your life you is good. That, the, that it's okay if those are my two choices to make no choice? That's no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I understand what he's saying. Can you trying to articulate the tank? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying I understand. Yes. Articulate. But see, my thing is, I think I think you got it lost. I get what you're saying too, bro. When you explained it like that, but let me tell you something. You got it. You got it twisted. You lost a little bit because it's not about being a house nigga or a field nigga because we all feel niggas. So all four of us is field niggas, and we gonna be a field nigga over there. But they saying you can go to the good master as a field nigga, or you can go to the bad master as a field nigga. Either way, you still a field nigga. Ain't nobody saying that. Ain't got nothing to do with you being a house nigga and a cool. But regardless, I can negotiate with Hillary. We talked about this the other day when Black Lives Matter people went to Hillary, and they was like, "What?" She was like, "What do you want?" And and the Black Lives Matter people was like, "We want us to be recognized as black people, and yada yada yada, and all this other stuff." And everything else, and then, what is this nigga doing? 
And this morning he called with a podcast. Going. He disgruntled. He disgruntled. He can't take it. He disgruntled. It's too much. But no, the Black Lives Matter people like, we want y'all to recognize our struggle and this, that's that. That's why we need an intern. And the other, and we, yeah, that's why we that's need, all need an intern. That's why we need an intern. But where you at, man, we need just like that. That's how you feel. But, but, um. Cowboy style. But. Because he, he got the bad master. When, they, when, when the Black Lives Matter people basically gave her hyperbole of what they wanted, she yeah. was like, I can't do nothing with that. You have to give me something. Mm. She was like, I can't change nobody's heart, but I can change the law. And that's the, the, the those are the kind, right. those right. the kind of differences right. Barack right. Obama that's made. I decided right there, okay, I'm voting for Hillary. Because you know what? That's a good decision. Because right. it don't matter if she with me or not. She want she want the power, right. okay? So she's willing to negotiate with me, She'll hear me to out. keep her power. She'll hear me out. She'll hear me Trump out. Trump don't even give a fuck what your negotiations is. He don't care about you. He's only negotiating with poor, redneck white people. That's why I and vote he for not, him. But wait, he's not even really negotiating with them for real. But by not voting against them, you ain't doing yourself no negotiating favor. with the rich people. They dumb as fuck. The first people that he got with was... I, the, the, the day after the first people we got with was the bankers. But but it don't even matter if you said I'm not gonna take any side. Right. So it don't matter. Whatever what it whatever come out, we do it, I'm, I'm taking no, no, it. I'm taking any side because most niggas don't vote. And I knew niggas. And don't I knew believe niggas. that again. No, Alabama, no, no, Tennessee, no, no. Roy Moore. That is a fact. Then how did Barack Obama win? White people. What the fuck you thought? Nah, 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 who nah, tell, who tell, white, not, not just somebody, no, 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 somebody has to tilt the scale. That's what I'm saying. It's somebody not, has to tilt the scale, just, man. But, but guess what? Just, if it's a tie and we the tiebreaker and we say, you know what? You know we what? straight. Right. I mean, we a small portion of the population. But we, we, that's can swing, we can swing it in history. Rob Obama would have won without... No, he wouldn't have. Oh, How can you say that to I'm the only one I remember. How much Barack Obama won by? But listen, you know, here's why though. You know how much you won by? But wait, Barack Obama and Trump did the same thing. Do you know how much you won by? A lot. But listen, a lot. But listen to me. Yeah, a lot, but nation. Don't matter. Listen to nigga, me. Whoop them crackers. Wait, yeah. Google Electoral College. Right. Listen. Hold up. Yeah, Electoral College too. We Breaks. Breaks. Listen. Trump and Obama did the same fucking thing. Niggas matter. Here's why niggas matter. Listen. Listen. When Barack Obama won, it was niggas voting who was 60 years old who had never voted before. And they lied. Right? And all the niggas came out and voted, and that tilted the scale just a little bit with the white people. Wait, no. With. Trump won because he ran up the rural counties mm. in those states because it was motherfuckers voting who ain't vote since Richard Nixon. And niggas stay at home. And, and niggas stay at home, and it was rural white people. White people from Live Oak. White people from Ludowitzit, Georgia. But that clearly, where you at? Yeah, the nigga <laughs> won a county in Georgia because 100%. Think about uh, what I just told you. The, the Trump won a county in Georgia by 100%. When Obama, when Obama ran for president, right, that same county had a 10% turnout, uh, and Obama only had 100 are votes. Are you telling me? That Trump won because niggas ain't vote. Yes. 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 If niggas would have voted, Trump, Trump would, would not have won. Trump right. Let me show you why. Let in the fucking metro areas, and Trump ran it up high as fuck in the rural areas. The, she, he couldn't, she couldn't catch up. And this the other part of it too. This the impact that you lose. There's a difference between you not voting and sitting home, and when you go vote and you tell the next black person, "I voted." That's true. It ha- it has a growth factor to it. Cause guess what? If I'm saying I'm voted, you saying you voted, HB saying he voted. When the oh damn, not Nisha, CJ, CJ. thinking about. <laughs> Thinking about voting, she done heard it three times. She done heard it three times. And guess what? It's that little bit of push that turns our three votes into four votes and our four into five. And we multiply our power. But when one of us sits down, we lose that multiplicative. Multiplicity. There it is. Growth factor. Hey, man. I'm here for you. Check this out. What's the population of niggas in America? Enough to make a difference. What's, no, that's, not, that's not true. That is enough. That's, that's true. How much is the population of niggas in America? It's enough to make a difference. That's why you know, see black people in commercials. What? The population. That's of why I told you to cut that. All right. No, no, no. The population of niggas in America is 
and 10 percent 11.5 but go ahead 11 so you knew it and you just ain't want to say oh, it. Oh, I knew you were talking about percentage. I thought you was talking about people. What the hell I said, nigga? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all niggas know how Thank much. Thank you, Brill, for looking it up. Y'all niggas know. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Finish but, Go ahead. Go ahead. Then I keep saying. Now I'm doing this on purpose now. Go ahead. I knew it. I knew it. It's on you, bro. Go ahead. Y'all niggas know how much you're going about. In what, in what manner? In what manner? Are you talking about electoral college? Both. Yeah. Because he won um, the popular vote. He lost the popular vote no, by two million. No, he lost, he lost he the popular vote. But he won the electoral college. Making my point. Because he ran up the rural counties, nigga. But, but you making my point. No, no, you making my point because if he ran, you making me yell on the mic. We already yelled. All the audio fucked up. I was gonna say y'all been yelling this whole time. You're the only person who getting the. When Barack Obama won the presidency, all of them motherfuckers didn't come out, and that's a fact. And and a number number of them came out for him. No, because there are counties that Barack won. I'm talking about they came out for him. They came out for him and then flipped against him. That's my point. What's your point? That's my point. Whatever. The first time was closer than the second time. That's what Matt just said. My point is. It was more white people for Barack Obama that voted, uh, right, than it was uh, niggas. I'm and not worried more about white people that voted for Trump. Let me tell you something. I'm not letting you off, for Barack Obama. I'm not letting you off the hook for not voting if you tell me white people made the difference. And you ain't even take white a swing. White women made the difference. If you I didn't, even, if you yeah. didn't even take, if you didn't even take a swing. Right. You can so, the, the, oh, impact, the that, impact that you could have had. You said wasn't worth nothing. Does that? And I, that's cooning. You done said the white people are the side for me. Yeah, that, I said it. Does that validate my point if I voted? Because even if I voted, Trump would have said one. So to run a race and lose is the same as not lacing up your sneakers. Well, if I voted, yeah, yeah bro. If I voted, same thing. If I voted and Trump said one, does that validate my point? Is the, my point running away regardless? Let me tell you something. No, it means the next time it's a race, yeah. they know they're gonna have me on their back again. What you got, CJ? No, I didn't vote for a Nothing. point. I didn't vote for him. We want us to move well, on. We're moving on. Fuck that. I got to get back this after. black women. No, no, wait, because I want to say this. That's a good point. Because if you make the Super Bowl... Trump would have won wait. regardless of niggas. No, he wouldn't have. All right? Niggas could have voted Don't and Trump would have still won. That is not true, Tate. It's not, not true. The facts presented don't support that. The disparity is not... The numbers... What you're talking about, the numbers... The disparity is not big enough for Trump to be in the overthrow. Location, location, location. Popular vote, yes. Electoral college is location. That's what I'm talking about. You know what? If you're not sure, black people... Vote next time. Yeah. And let's no. just see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Location doesn't take, matter. Take a swing. It does. It does. It's all about location, Trump, though. I do. Trump won the popular vote. Tate will not be overseeing our election coverage. <laughs> Trump won the popular vote. He, oh, no. I, I mean, no, Trump didn't win the Bible. No, he won, did not. But yeah. he won the electoral DJ. He won the Where do black people majority live? In the city. In the city. In the city. And this is the city. And this is how elections work. Okay, if you're a Democrat, there are more rural counties in every state in America than there are metro counties. Okay? You are not going to win a state by fucking winning one metro county. The way it works, and you can watch CNN or Fox News and learn this shit real quick. They just talked about it during the Roy Moore election. You have to run that shit up. Run it up. So what happens is, I'm going to use Florida, for example, since it's a swing state, and that's where we're from. So in Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando, Miami, all the areas where there are minorities, you have to run those votes up. So when those live votes in Lake Cities and Bradford County start Mm -hmm. coming in, they can't catch you. There you go. So if niggas in the city go go vote, you ain't going to win. And the reason why Hillary Clinton lost... It's because, it's because niggas ain't gonna vote. Niggas ain't gonna vote. Niggas ain't gonna vote. It's because of the niggas. But she All didn't right. run up the metro areas and Trump caught her ass with a capital P. Okay, so we gonna move on. That nigga lied. What's next on the menu? Please, please let's move on. Number one, I'm sick of tank shit. <laughs> I'm sick of y'all. He I quit. <laughs> I'm done with it. Don't quit. Don't quit now. Come on. Just come with us a good mess of house. (laughs) It's going to be better. Mr. Candy ain't even back yet. You trying to leave? Don't quit now. When you get back. Uh, No, I I really want to get to the next topic, though, because we done ran 
35 minutes in it. Yeah, I mean, 35 minutes in, and we get to you. So I'm, well, I'm just saying, go ahead. Yeah. Make Madison that, make, was in the house. We have to burn this All right, next topic, we're going to move on to. By the way, our Martin Luther King, we honor him and respect his legacy, and we appreciate everything he did on that 50th anniversary. Shout out to Martin Luther King. Um, next thing we're going to do is move on to the next topic, black women. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was something that we were kind of skirting on was we going to talk about it or when we was going to talk about it. But we said, go ahead and talk about it because that's what Bria said. She's like, no, let's talk about it. It's about that time. It's about that time. <laughs> so we want to talk about how black women are, you know, perceived in the black community. Like, what do you think black women are perceived as? Now, of course, we have to start with Bria on this because no, she's the only. She, oh, she want a rebuttal. Okay, so we're not starting with Bria. <laughs> I'm damn sure not starting with Tank. <laughs> He don't even deserve. He had the whole last segment. The whole last segment was Tank segment. So we started with Matt. (laughs) Matt, how do you feel like black women are perceived within the black community or the world and community as a whole? So I think there's two versions of the black woman in real life. On a personal level, we all as individuals know strong black women, heads of households, uh, front runners in their careers. I know black doctors I'm related to, shout out sis, black teachers I'm related to, shout out sis, and black women that are leaders in real estate, shouts out mom. And at the same time, there's this story that's uh, pushed through music, through the news, that they all baby mamas, they sorry, they don't want nothing, or they independent ladies, they don't need no man. And in real life, the most successful women I know have good men. And the most unsuccessful ones have trash men, have girlfriends, or no men. And that's it. Either you you got your shit together or you don't, and it's really that simple. But it's more that do have it together, they just don't get that credit. And I probably think that's the most frustrating thing I hear from them, is that they not the raggedy baby mama. Mm. I think that there might be a, a little bit of certain black women and, and, and white women fall into this too because like women, I ain't worry about them. Yeah, but we ain't worry about them. But certain black women fall into the perception of the baby mama perception. Of course, and they so and, they, do. and, they, and they, they they do that. Oh, real don't like that. But like they do it because they like. Oh, well, this how I perceive this. How but I'm you know be. what? I have an excellent baby mama. I wouldn't trade her for nobody, baby mama, because my kid can read above yeah. grade level. I ain't worried about my daughter being shot out. Just to not, just to have a baby mama and think that you doomed to have a horrible child or a horrible relationship is foolishness. Because guess what? Some women got common sense, and guess what? They're going to be all right. More often than not. I think also one thing, I think black women are trash. Fuck you. Not trash. Oh. Not me. I say trash. Oh, okay. Just oh. emphasize oh. on no this. No black women. I love y'all. Y'all my queens. Oh, I'm for the sisters. I, I'm for y'all. Y'all almost lost No, but I'm saying, like, what? I'm saying that y'all, they trashed like by the media, by everybody. Like, I, I feel like out of all the types of human beings on the face of the earth, black women are the lowest of the low. I like, I don't think... Like, every black woman, to me, is always, like, portrayed as angry black woman or either, like, mad black woman or either ratchet black woman. You don't oh, really see the success stories or whatever. And then I, I, I had actually wrote this down because um, I wanted to talk about it when we, we were talking about it earlier this week. So I was watching um, uh, How to Get Away with Murder, right? And you have Viola Davis, Viola Davis and uh, Carrie Washington. It was a crossover thing from Scandal, right? You know what I hate? about both of them. Now, both of them are powerful black women within the show, right? But on Scandal, I had to stop watching it because Kerry Washington was just the president's bitch. Like, some white man just ruled over her and we never can have just a strong, powerful black woman, period. It always has to be an and but or whatever. So, Kerry Washington's character in Scandal was a strong black woman who was doing all this moving and shaking but yet, every time Fitz come back, she's like, oh, Fitz. Oh my God! And she couldn't figure this motherfucker out. That's crazy to me, bro. That that, that type of stuff bothers me a lot. And Viola Davis, she's a strong black woman too, and everything. But she she's she's like the bitch of the bottle, like cause she she's an alcoholic on there, and it rules over her. And then also her husband was white too, and he did the same shit. He was a dog. He cheated on her, and she kept going back and all that other stuff. Why we just can't have strong black women? That's like fuck you. Hidden figures, that was pretty good. Hidden figures was good. Bro, what you think? 
You got something to say before I rebuttal? What the people yeah, say? Yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead, Brill. What you think? What you think? How you think That's black women are perceived? <laughs> um, first of all, we're perceived as angry black women. And I'm so tired of that label. It's not even funny because first I got to be black. Then I got to be a woman. Then I got to be light skin or dark skin. And then I got to be angry all at the same time. And mm. I just think That's all so of that. Labels. It's so many labels. I think it's all foolishness. And we have so much to carry as black women on a day-to-day basis. First of all, we got black men. And the fact that we have to see um, black men beaten down by the system and the heart taken out of them before they get to a certain age, is like, that's a lot to deal with. You gotta deal with our brothers, our fathers, our friends. We have to see that every single day. Then we gotta see, we have to deal with our sons and them, them being killed by the police and them being labeled, them in the streets and things like that. We gotta worry about that. We gotta worry about how we're labeled by white women. They think that, oh, I married a black man, so y'all ain't doing y'all job. Like, I just, I, we had, the people think that we have to be like them, the whole damsel in distress thing, that we supposed to be the weaker vessel and we're supposed to not be strong. And even though that's who we are, that's our genetic makeup. We have to look like them. We gotta put on this makeup. We gotta straighten our hair, all this kind of stuff. Like. All these labels that we have to go through all the time, like every single day, what we see on TV, like we have to, people think we have to be like that. And you wonder why you say we're angry. We're not angry. We just have a lot of our mind. We have a lot of things that we have well, to deal with in society. I ain't in What? You think See, this is why I wanted angry? to rebuttal. You should have went before me. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to go before you. <laughs> you say you want to. Well, well, let me so, 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 so tell me this. So why, why are black <clears> women <throat> angry? And what does that even mean? The same reason y'all all just said because they've been getting fucked over for too long. Niggas ain't uh, 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 the niggas of the patriot, uh, not patriot. That's white people. Uh, uh, misogyny because we men, all right. So we have a tend to want them to be a certain way, and then they got to deal with the society, all right. Who want them to be a certain way? And uh, I'm talking about American women, right? Where the, the, the bitches in Africa who. Don't wear no bras and they titties hanging like a motherfucker. They don't give a fuck. I do crap. What do crap say? But in America, the opinion of white people is and it's so strong on the rest of society. So it really affects how a black woman carries herself and shit. So I think the best thing for a black woman to do is have the mentality of the 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 the, the, the women in Africa. Right? This is me. This is who I am. All right, you wouldn't like it. I don't give a fuck. But see, it's different, though. and it's hard. Up, it's, it's, it's hard. But in Africa, in Africa, in Africa, yes, in Africa, all they see is Africans yeah. on their television. They don't, they don't come home and turn on the channel and see a pale-faced white girl with straight hair. I'm not blaming black women for that. I'm just. Stating what I see what you're saying. You're saying what, they're they're a product of their environment. Yeah, what well, yeah, but well, it is. at the same time, they can't be like African black women and just be like, fuck it, I don't care what you we think. I wish they could. But, but you can't. You but wish, but, but that's reality. You know, it's not reality. I'm living in every day. Let me tell you. Fuck what these me. I got dreads, I got goals, but when I want to be, I'm articulate. I don't give a fuck if they say I talk country or I talk ignorant. I don't give a fuck about none of they got them opinions. But you're a man, so you can do that. No, well, does a man have more privilege than a woman? You got your motherfucking mind, boy. No, you whoa, no, no tank, no tank. You can't go tank, that far. You wait, 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 wait. You can't tell me that in America, a black woman doesn't have a better chance when when people advance me when my black man when black people got the right to vote. You know who got the right to vote first? Black hey. men. Yeah, black yeah. women weren't involved in that when we got the right to vote. Black men got the right to vote, and well, then we didn't get the right to vote. Yes, you did. Women got their right to vote when? No, they didn't. No, women they got the right. didn't. Not right. black women. No, no. Not black women. Women got the vote right when? After, in 1920-something. Google it. When did black people get their right to vote? 2016. 18-something. No, no, no. When did black... 18-something. No, no, they're real right to vote. Not without... Yeah, you can't... Look that okay, right. So that there's that know. part. But in, but in real but in real life, if the choice is between Harold and Sharonda, Harold gonna win. 
They got because the, guess they, what? Even a white man respect another man more than he do a woman. Exactly. But they got the chance to vote the same time that we did. No, they yeah. didn't. Because when were black women able to vote? Listen to what I'm telling when you. When white women got the right No, 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 no. In 1920. I'm trying to answer your question, but you keep asking the same damn question over and over. Calm down, man. God damn. When did the black women get the chance to vote? Black people got the right to vote in the 1800s. Black men as people. But listen to me. Then All right. the, you had the women's suffrage movement, which was in the 20s. White women were eligible to vote first. Black women were not eligible. They weren't a part of the suffrage movement. They had to keep fighting, and they got their rights legally seven or eight years after the white women. Before, so they were last. Okay, they got their rights seven or eight years after 19 what? After 1920-something. 1930 is when black women got the chance to vote, right? That's what I'm saying, yeah. When did black people really get their chance to vote? But see, that's what After I'm Jim Crow. Yeah, but you can't determine Yes, that. you can because niggas weren't able to vote then either. Listen to what I'm saying. Because you're tripping. It's the same thing. You're not listening. Listen to what I'm saying. Jim Crow is, a, is definitely a thing, and niggas couldn't vote during Jim Crow. I get that. But on paper... On paper. Legally, you could vote. Just because you had to go down to the office and count... Uh, from 99 million backwards times three, and, and, and they couldn't do it. Niggas couldn't do it. Why did Martin Luther Why King... Why that end? We just <laughs> talked about Martin Luther King for this whole time. Ain't that funny, Martin? And Martin Luther King's whole thing was about voting rights. How are we going to say that means his legacy didn't mean nothing? All right? It means something for the black women. His whole legacy was about black women. It wasn't about black men because men already had a chance to vote. Yeah, just turn it off in that. But you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yes, I can because niggas weren't able to vote. Bro, you saying that we weren't able to vote because they physically stopped us from voting. Exactly. Yes, I understand that. But by law, we technically were able by to what vote. Law? By what law? But more importantly, more importantly, getting back onto our main topic, I think one of the saddest things that we have seen has really been how we as individuals portray our own black women. Because guess what? The thing that makes me the sickest is when a girl calls another girl a bitch. Mm. I don't know why that blow my mind, but when I hear a woman call another woman, bitch, you, that breaks my heart. Because you know what? If I call you a bitch, we've been fighting for a long time, and I'm just trying not to put these paws on you. Mm. To hear y'all say it so casually, I you know, no problem with that. You have no problem? That's fine. That's, that's their shit. They don't mean it in that way when they say and that, it. And that's fine. We should understand But that. you know what? No, that. it's not that I don't understand it. It's that I don't ever want my daughter to feel like it's to get comfortable with people calling her a bitch. Because I ain't raising her to be a bitch. I don't even want her best friend to think that she a bitch. She can call... There's so many other words she can use. But you're using your de- your perception of it or whatever. Right, because I'm when a black man. I'm not a black woman. But when she says that, and just like a white man would have their perception of a nigga saying nigga to a nigga. Her perception, your daughter... My, like I don't fuck if my daughter call her friend bitch, 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 bitch. But because uh, my perception of that word is not her perception, she has a different perception. But, when she says "bitch," it ain't disrespectful. Or when her friend call her "bitch," it's not a disrespectful thing. It's just, hey, bitch. There's certain bitch. things you should never get used to. And that's just the way. See, I, I think, think that's part of the problem. I think that's where we are as a people, man. I was talking to somebody about this earlier, man. When you watch your people as a whole, like Bria was saying, when black women got to watch black men get beat down and done all kinds of ways and shit like that, that affects you. Or whatever, and then when you, as a black man or a black person in general, every day you turn on the TV, you see a nigga dying. Yeah. Every day you see something negative, you see something hurtful, you see something that shit, bro. People get PTSD all the time. That shit emotionally fucks with you, yes. and 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 we have this persona that we want to be the hardest motherfuckers on the face of the earth. So we damn sure can't deal with our emotions. So then when we have this shit happen. And we get emotionally fucked up with PTSD. <clears throat> then we then we wonder why we run around here saying these things or doing these things. It's because we emotionally beat the fuck down, man. We 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 as a people we are we are we're broken and we hurt because we done had four hundred years of bullshit. And then now we trying to come together to get to a certain place. We can't even agree on simple shit like if Barack Obama is a leader. Like that shit crazy. But that's okay though. That's okay. And that is because, okay. Because we're not looking to get to a one black consciousness. Right. We're not. That's, that's not a goal. We're not, but we got to get to a black consciousness. That's fine. It can be multiple but, consciousness, but it, niggas it, ain't conscious. But it is conscious niggas. And again, I feel like this is something we come through every week is we don't give ourselves enough credit. Is there another Martin Luther King? No, no, because Martin Luther King was great and special. That's why he gets the holiday. That's why he is so important. But there's still Cory Booker. 
And I feel bad because my girl Pamela uh, Harris, Camilla, Camilla, California. Oh, I know. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Camilla. It's not like it's not not niggas making a difference in smaller regions. They may not have the international global impact that Dr. King had going to India messing with Gandhi. But at the same time, we still have a role to play. And when we're fulfilling that role, even if you just the best nigga in your neighborhood. Making sure that the kids get to the bus and get to school on time. If that's all you're doing, that makes a difference for the next generation. Camilla. Because, I'm just talking. Don't talking. Oh, okay. That makes a difference. Okay. It's a lot different than the dude who see kids sitting around throwing rocks at empty houses and just saying that's fine. Because even if they go to school, they're going to teach them the white man way and we ain't going to ever be nothing. It's a difference. And every little difference matters. We can't make a million miles in one generation. But every step is better for our lives and the lives that come behind us. And we owe them that. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's plenty good. That was it. I just want to say, Camilla, if you're out there and listening. All right. We ain't got to tell you. You probably married. He don't even want to say oh, that. You ain't want to tell you that, Camilla. Look, look. between right. me and you. All right. My wife ain't so. got to know nothing. All right. But you will. You just slide through my DM, baby. <laughs> you don't have to control oh. We're looking for an intern. <laughs> We're looking for We're an looking intern. We're looking for an intern. Please, bud. Where you at? This podcast hey, is Camilla. a disaster. Cold. Boy. Cold. Girl, look here. Tim. Marcus. We going that far? We going. We recording. No. Cut mic three. No. Cut mic three. That'll Cut mic three. That'll be your pussy. Look here, Cabello. All right. Before you get to your point, I just want to give a shout out real quick to Bud and his wife. For uh, helping us out on Bro Listen, getting us the new banners. Shout out. We appreciate it. Bro Nation, we appreciate all the love. Remember, if, uh, if you want to holler at us and get your business on the podcast, Bro Listen Podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on the Facebook where we live stream every Saturday at uh, 6 p.m. Back to the grind. Bria, now go ahead and tell me what you was uh, about to say with your point with this situation. I think that we're mistaking anger for strength, especially in the black community. Like, we are angry and things like that, but we are strong because we have to be from all the things that we have to encounter on a day-to-day basis. Like white people, they let the fact that they are scared rule them. And I don't think that we're taking enough advantage of that. I'm not even gonna lie. I think yeah, that- Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> running it on them. We should be running it on them. I'm serious though, because they're, because when given the opportunity, just like the, I do not remember the name of the city in Alabama that they bombed. What's the name of it? Oh, that's uh, Oklahoma. Black Wall Street? Yes. Well, no, there was a city. No, the there school, was a city. The, the, girl, the school girl. Oh, when they bombed school girls? We're not historians. No, no, no. Well, we there was Oklahoma. a city. city? No, there was a city. There was a city where black people um, were very prosperous. They had their own banks. They were living in their own communities. Tulsa. Tulsa. A, yeah, there that's you go. Oklahoma. That's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought it was Alabama. But, um... And the white people were so jealous about how much we were progressing, how good we were doing without them. Black Let me hint on without them. They were so jealous that they had to make up this story about a black man raping a white woman. And they bombed the city. You get what I mean? I just don't think that we're using the strength that we have towards the right things. I don't think that we're publicizing the strength that we exactly. use enough to give our own people the credit and motivation to think, okay, I can make the next difference. And I'm so sick of all this. All we are is football players and basketball players and, and singing hip hop. And, and I just, I'm so sick of it. They Can we do good. something but else? You know why that is, though? It's because, like, the media. Dance of a that's why, that's why stuff like this podcast is cool. Because, honestly, we just folk niggas or whatever. And we just talking or whatever. And this podcast is an outlet that we doing to try to get out a message, get out our thoughts. But... On a mainstream media focus or whatever, because this podcast is on Facebook and it's on like Google Play and stuff like that, and you got to find it and search it. But the stuff that's pumped in your face and put in your face is the angry black woman, the the LeBron, everybody's LeBron James, all black people who, all black people this, that, and the other. They ain't trying to put Neil deGrasse Tyson in your face. Now mm-hmm. they've been doing it lately, but that's yeah, because they, they, don't, they don't know that bro woke yet. They think Neil deGrasse Tyson a coon. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing about the you man. his wife? Huh? Yeah, I know. But he, <gasps> that don't make him a coon, though. <gasps> we have to get back to that. But, um, I didn't know. But, you know. Boy, that white bitch ain't lip up. It's one of those things where, you know, you got to look at it like this, man. Like, white people, they'll think 
They'll support you 100% as long as they think you cooning. The moment they find yeah. out that you're not yeah. a coon, you dead to them. Tiger Woods, OJ Simpson, Ray Lewis, they still Michael Vick. But, but, but the way you get back in, the, then you have a choice. Your two choices after that point is to either get back in their graces by cooning harder, you know, Ray Lewis, Michael Vick, or either Ben you, Carson. Or Ben Carson. Or you either got to choose to be with your people or whatever. But most people just choose to cool harder because you get more money like that. Ben Carson to kiss a white person's feet, boy. That's because Ben Carson is like one of the biggest coons yeah, in they, all of yeah, society. Yeah, they name of Jesus. Come yeah, here, he you bring be. that foot to me, goddamn. He should be. He should be respected and revered in our community. And I he sold to. out. I, I really want to, too. I, I really, really want to teach. Man, the man is one of the greatest surgeons of all time. That's right. That's we can't even show love because you... Because you're cool, you man. You just ruined it. You, right. <laughs> you know what nigga told me? Man, one of the best brain surgeons is like being the best mechanic. Yeah, damn it. That's a specific... Skill? Uh, skill. So it's not like... I think you got to be I think intelligent. he's though, because you know what? Mm. I can take, I can take uh, any... Any nigga, in my opinion, this is an opinion, so I can take any nigga and I can show them, like, yo, this is what I need you to do mechanically to fix a car. I don't think you can take any nigga and do brain surgery. Now, can I think you, you learn can. It? Yo, your ass ain't doing no, no brain surgery. No, no, no. I, I can't fuck with a car, but I think if you could do a car, then you could do brain surgery. It's just a matter of confidence and who pushing you, all right? Who, who will go which way because a car is just as complicated as a goddamn brain. Damn my car fucked up. And that's why you can't go to nine weeks of high school and become a mechanic. Yeah, you know, it's a trait. It's deeper than that. Yeah, it's a lot more going on under the hood. But see, that go back to earlier when we were talking about leaders and we were talking about Obama and stuff like that. Obama, regardless if he's a civil rights leader or if he's the next Dr. King, he damn sure should be a black leader mm-hmm. in the community. The man was the president of the United States, and he he's 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 never fucked up. He's legitimately never fucked up. He's good for so, all Americans. Right, but he's good that's for fine. all Americans. And not that's specifically. Fine. No, it's, no, no. Not specifically. Oh. He's good for all oh. Americans. Bro, you know what? We're going to have a whole podcast on Barack Obama. Wait, wait. We're going to have a whole podcast on Barack Obama. Because you, <laughs> you, you, you killing me. You got to know about 44. Oh, if you don't know about 44, we can't even get into we it. Can't even no. help. We can't even get into it. We ain't got no time. We ain't got no time. We ain't got no time. I don't know the shit. And y'all niggas was wrong. I just want to let iTunes let y'all niggas know that. All right. You going to get to the final thought? We Not yet. Oh, okay. But... You know, at you know, at the end of the day, with 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 the whole black women thing or whatever, and we was gonna get to black men and how they perceived or whatever, and I think it's basically the same thing or whatever. The difference is black men feel like they have a swag and they should be a certain way, and black women or whatever are told what way they should be or whatever. But that being said, at the end of the day or whatever, regardless of how black women are perceived or whatever by white people or anybody. Us as black men should treat them like queens, period, point blank, end of story. If nobody if else, if you don't do. think a black woman in your life, it should be like the greatest thing that's in your life. You slipping, and, and you whoa, and you down your cool. Your wife is a black woman. She the greatest thing in your damn life. How about your mom? What are you talking about? Your mom is a black woman. Daughter, what do you want to be counterpoint for every damn thing? No, I'm not. No, I ain't even. No, because you said whoa, and I ain't gonna allow it. I rebuke no. you. No. <laughs> you will not. And I not said next to me. No, that's no. bullshit. Not my guy. <laughs> Did I even say anything? I, I said a black woman, in, I'll say it again. A black woman in your life, if the black woman is in your life, she should be the major thing in your life, period, point blank. End of story. Whoa. Ain't no argument. I said it again. Whoa. <laughs> Take what kind of black woman? The black woman in your life. I don't with white bitches. Mm-hmm. You're you only fucking you black co- women. You ain't confused about who's a good black woman right, in your what life. You, talking about? you ain't confused about oh, which one. You, you can, can I repeat his sentence? His sentence was <laughs> If a black woman is in your life, she should be regarded as the greatest one ever. Switch is in your goddamn life, boy. You know what, though? Let me tell you something. I love Switch, but she is not about one of the greatest black women ever. Let me tell you something about Switch. Switch, you know what? That's my mom. And we have our differences and stuff like that, but I darn sure don't disrespect her like she's there not a queen. Go. Now we might have our arguments right. and shit like that, but I don't, I don't low down my mama. Just, just cause my she ain't nigga, a queen don't mean she, she gotta be a footstool. You wild. You ain't gotta beat her like a red and mule. I damn sure gonna treat her better than a white No, no, no. Yeah. Yo, she's not a footstool to crackers. All right, but that's not like black men don't have their own patriarchy. 
Well, we don't have to come back to this, boy. We, we don't talk about black women. Y'all niggas ain't being real. Fuck y'all niggas. We out of time. I quit. We out of control. Thank God for the clock. Thank God for the clock. Thank God for the clock. Thank God. But don't ever have no secrets. Tune in for episode five when they goes to rehab. We gonna fix it, Jesus. That nigga, that one. I have no idea what the hell was wrong with you. First of all, I'm a black feminist. And I like to let y'all know. He don't even mean okay, that. Okay, let's go. Final thoughts? He don't thoughts? even mean that. Man, we gonna no, go around. We gonna go around with the final thoughts, man. I'll, <laughs> man, what's your final thought, man? Really? Turn your back on me. <laughs> the best way to mourn your lost loved ones is to live a life that honors their wishes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Shout out to Dr. King one more time. One more time. Say that again. I had a peak. I had a peak game. The best way to mourn your lost loved ones is to live a life that honors their wishes. Really? Okay, yeah. Shout out to Dr. King. Go ahead, Tank. What's your final thought? My final, final thought. thought is I want shit to get worse and worse for niggas until it's a revolution. All right? Because as long as it's the status quo, we're going to keep moseying along. And fuck it, I keep moseying along because I'm good. But a lot of things going to get fucked up while we're going. So wake up, niggas. That's it. Yeah, wake up. Bria, what's your final thought? Um, I want to encourage all black people to get your education, please. Learn how to be something other than a rapper, other than a basketball player, a football player. We don't have to be that way anymore. We're not dancing for master anymore. Get your education. Get your smarts together. Do what you got to do. Graduate from college. Graduate from high school. Be smart, be educated, and go out there and do something different. Go out and do something that's going to change our lives for the better. That was up. And my final thought, Bradation, is, you know, even if you disagree, come together for something or whatever. Come together for something. Like like Matt said, um, Dr. King wanted us to be together as one and, and, and ascend to the mountaintop. And we might not see the peak. But let's get to the summit, dog. And we only can do that together. So put our differences aside and let's come together for something, man. We appreciate everybody listening. All power to the people. Peace. Peace.